Hi, and welcome to Intuitive Journey with Desiree. I am Desiree Holmes Sharini, your host. And I am doing the second in a series of informative um, podcasts slash videos here for you on some of the techniques um, that I use as a life coach and hypnotherapist that maybe people don't understand or I often have people ask me, how does that work? What is that? So I thought I would go ahead and create these uh, like segments explaining just what some of these things are and how they work and the little bit of history behind them. So today I'm going to talk about NLP. And last week I talked about hypnosis and hypnotherapy. So this is the second. And talking about NLP, which I also have a certification in, and it stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. And rather than have it memorized, I have my cheat sheet down here to just begin with saying what neuro linguistic and programming are referring to. So the neuro stands for how we process and how we take, not process, but how we take in information, how it, how it comes in and how uh, we sort it. So we bring in information either visually, auditory, kinesthetic, that means touch, feeling, olfactory, and gustatory. So olfactory is smelling, gustatory is tasting. So these are our senses and how information comes into our body. Linguistic is the language and nonverbal communication that are encoded, filled, and made meaningful neurologically. They are pictures, words, sounds, self-talk, taste, smell, and feelings. Now the programming is discovering, changing, and redesigning communication and goal-setting programs and strategies to actualize specific successful results. So that is the long title of neuro-linguistic programming and the elements. So now I'll try to make sense of it for you. Uh, I'm primarily going to focus on the verbiage, the words, the language part. Neurolinguistic programming also has some techniques that are incorporated under the umbrella of neurolinguistic programming that involve uh, visual or involve uh, kinesthetic, involve other parts. But for the sake of this, I'm going to stick with the uh, words and meaning and understanding. So let's start with, uh, and by the way, NLP um, the, is used in conjunction with a lot of other things. It can be used alone, but it's also uh, an element that can be used with hypnosis and hypnotherapy. And that will become clear in a minute. So with the words, I like to focus on the part of NLP that talks about the words that we use, both in our thinking and in our talking and in our uh, even exchanges with other people. And the words we use create our reality and in a weird way, right? So if, if I believe that something's good, I feel better about it. My body changes. My state of relaxation changes. If I believe something's bad, if I have a label for it, then everything about me changes in reference to that thing. And I'm going to do a little experiment here. So I want you to say to yourself, say the word no, no, no. Just 
Listen to that or say it to yourself, the word no, over and over. Do it now. That's No. And now pay attention to how your body feels when you hear that word, when you say that word. Now, let's switch that over to saying the word yes. 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 Saying it to yourself a couple times. And notice any difference in your body and any difference in your reaction to the word no and yes. And chances are you, you felt something more positive with the word yes than you did with the word no. And the reason that is is because as English speakers, as a child, before that age of seven or nine, when we were told no, it probably wasn't something that was pleasurable. When we were told yes, it was likely something that was good, that we labeled as good or that it was associated with something good. So that's just a little example of how our subconscious can hold on to words and give words power, power over how we feel, power over how we react. So with neurolinguistic programming, understanding how those words can change our reaction or change the way we are in the world gives us a lot of power. And as a hypnotherapist, using the right words when I'm working with a client while they're under hypnosis can help a lot, as well as as a life coach. Uh, when I went through my training, uh, one of the games that the uh, teacher, Yvonne Oswald out of Canada, would play with us was we had these tokens and whenever we used a word that, quote-unquote, shouldn't be in our vocabulary, we had to give up a token. So some of us lost all of our tokens pretty quickly, and some had, were you know, already much more naturally in, uh, making use of the more useful words. So it, it was a training or awareness thing. This is a game you might want to play with yourself after I've... Uh, giving you this talk now that you'll understand how words change your being and, and your way of feeling. So imagine that you get up in the morning and you say, Ugh, I hate mornings. I don't feel good. Or you say, I feel bad. I feel sick. I'm tired. Right? And the, the action word is the one that's going to take root you sick, tired, hate, and those words have an effect through your mind on your body and how you feel. If you get up in the morning and use those words for yourself, that is like, you know, putting on dirty clothes, right? You're not going to feel good. On the other hand, you can express the same sentiment by using a, an action word that actually on its own has a more positive or upbeat meaning. And one of that would be getting up saying, I don't like mornings. The word there is like, right? But you're saying don't like, but it's not hate. Or I don't feel good. So the word there is good. Or next, I am not feeling energetic. I don't feel very energetic, but then the word there is energetic. So you've got 
like, good, energetic as the action words. So our brain likes to filter. Our brain likes to just go to the action word. And those words will get read or repeated more easily in our subconscious mind. Have you ever done one of those little uh, tests where the um, words are left out of a sentence, like the small words like a, the, it, and you can make perfect sense of it? Or even letters are left out of words and you can still read the whole sentence because your brain fills it in. So that's kind of the same concept, is that your brain will find a shortcut and shorten what you said and take the action words. Uh, the other thing, if you've ever did speed reading, I took speed reading for college courses, and you only you skip over certain words and you go for the action words. You look for the the you know words that have verbs that mean something like that or um, labels, and that's because your brain will make sense of everything else. It'll fill in what you need. So if you if the main words you're using are the positive quote-unquote good words, then you're going to have a more positive feeling, go forward with a more positive day. And most people don't realize what words they're using in their minds, what you, words they're writing, what words they're using with their family or their children. And, again, going back to being young, what words were used by your parents or your teachers when they spoke to you? And how do you carry that around with you? Somewhere in the back of your mind, uh, some, I've, I've had so many stories told uh, to me by clients about, you know, oh, you're no good at this. Or uh, as a kid, you know, you're just not good at that. Or your sister's always been better at that than you. And, uh, you know, the, these messages get carried around by, you know, the message that we were told as a child, you're fat. Um, you're stupid, you're lazy, and parents, if you're listening to this or if you have friends that are parents, or just be very, very careful what words you use if you want to encourage someone. You know, there's that tough love stuff, but encouraging someone by telling them they're lazy um, it doesn't really build what they need to not be lazy. So labeling, calling someone stupid, lazy, selfish, ugly, fat, right? All those things that, that really don't provide uh, incentive. So on the NLP, what we can do with this is use words on purpose. Choose words on purpose. And as a training for yourself, uh, you try writing out anything. Just try writing out something about yourself or about your job, about your family, uh, how you feel about yourself, and then go back over and read it and edit it and change words up. You can even go online and find a, a list of uh, positive words versus negative words, and you can see how you can substitute and find positive words to put into your Day and your statements to yourself. So, as I pause here to say, what else was I going to share about this? Uh, like I said, there are other techniques, um, visual, 
uh, imagery that can be used within this NLP of uh, changing the picture uh, that is a negative one and diminishing that and replacing it with a positive one. All similar to the same process that we would use with words. Now NLP, neurolinguistic programming, is very popular with salespeople. And you imagine going into a car dealership and the guy says, hey, you know, welcome. And you're looking at the car and he can tell you like it. And he says, yeah, uh, just imagine how you'd feel in that car. Imagine yourself in that car right now. I bet it feels really good. That car was made for you, right? You know, the cheesy salesman. But words like imagine are very suggestive, especially if you are having the person imagine something that would be positive. Um, there, there's a lot more to it. Uh, look at advertising, look at ads, listen to commercials, and start looking for the way they word things and the way they say things. And you'll find an awareness of neurolinguistic programming in action. That being said, um, once you're aware of it, you'll also be a little more immune to it if you go into a sales. Uh, I went to a timeshare sales thing recently, and it was, I, I felt bad for the guy because I knew exactly what he was trying to do and exactly how he was saying things and why. And I didn't want what he was selling, and, but I understood it. And it was great, actually, to be um, aware and to understand it and to be able to resist the sales pitch without uh, feeling afraid because I knew the technique and so that being said you can I'll say here imagine that you have the power to be your own personal salesman imagine that you can take control over the words you're using and provide yourself with a happier day a happier relationship a happier job right Imagine now that you can and will do that and that you are doing that already, right? So there's that, that's it, that's it in action a little bit. NLP is also a lot about being in the moment and, and speaking as if it's already true. And that's used in manifesting and intention setting. That, and some people, you know, go toward the more magical end of that and other people use the wording toward the motivational and uh, creating your reality part of that in a very pragmatic way. So if you want to lose weight, and you've probably seen this uh, idea before, if you want to lose weight instead of getting up and looking in the mirror and say, oh my God, I'm fat, get up and look in the mirror and say, I am getting more slender and healthy every day. I feel healthier. I feel better. I feel good. I feel slender. I am getting slender. I am more slender now than I was yesterday, even if it's not true, right? Because you create that truth in your brain and it will lead to the truth in your body. It just takes practice. And the more you talk to yourself in terms of what you want to be true, the more it becomes true.
So this is a pretty short one, and um, I just want to introduce and explain what NLP is to a degree and how you can use it for yourself. You can be your own salesman. You can use the words that make life better for yourself rather than making yourself feel worse. All right, so have a great day, and thank you for joining me for this quick but informative talk on Intuitive Journey with Desiree. Bye. Thanks.